Hi, this is Nick Forster. This week we're going to revisit an E-Town show that we recorded in the summer of 2019. It's got some great music. We're covering some ground all the way from Australia to Nashville. We have a really strong Achievement Award winner, and that all starts right now. Hall in the foothills of the Rocky Mountains. It's E-Town with this week's guest from Nashville, Tennessee, Jim Lauderdale, Achievement Award winner, Andreas Karellis, and from Australia, The Waves. I'm Helen Forster. Right now, please join me in welcoming our host, Nick Forster. Thank you, Helen. Thanks, everybody. Welcome. E-Town all, welcome to E-Town. Man, oh man, the waves, Jim Lauderdale, this is gonna be fun. One of the great things, one of the joys of having been doing the show for a long time is that we get to spend time with musicians over a span of years, sometimes decades. As their lives go on, their careers evolve, they get married, they get divorced, they have kids, they move, they change their styles, they grow as artists do. And that's kind of what this feels like. We get to spend time this week with artists that we feel a real connection to, but we haven't seen in a while, so there's lots to catch up on. Jim Lauderdale is, of course, the most prolific songwriter ever. He's a songwriter in a songwriter's town in Nashville, Tennessee. He's had a ton of hit songs that have been recorded by all kinds of people, and he's prolific in his own right. Great singer, performer, personality, so I'm glad he's back with us. The Waifs, you all know, they got their start when two sisters, Donna and Vicky, Started touring as a duo in the early 90s. They met Josh, who was in another band, and by 1992, the Waifs were rambling around in their camper van in their native Australia, and not long after that, things really went well. They were kind of big stars. They were on tour with Bob Dylan or Keith Urban. They were playing all over the States, Newport Folk Festival, playing in Europe, playing festivals. They put out a double album a couple years ago to celebrate their 25th anniversary. 25 new songs recorded mostly in Josh's house. It's been, I think, 16 years since their last visit, so please help me welcome back to E-Town from Australia, The Waves. Thank you so much. It's a, it's a great honor to be here, and I, I'm loving this, the new digs. Got your own hall. Some people in the audience, well, everyone might notice we are actually one woman down, one wonderful woman down tonight. My sister Donna, she's in town. Uh, we landed in the US three days ago and she was diagnosed with pneumonia. No fun, not a fun way to start a tour, so. Um. And this song is uh, inspired by the ironbark tree, which is a tree that endures many years through harsh conditions. And so we're putting this out for Donna tonight, hoping she can endure and uh, flourish and be back on stage with us before too long. With time and tide and wind and weather Haven't made you change a lot You're keeping everything together Skin as thick as iron Against those winds of strife But I've heard you feeling lately 
Welcome back, The Waves. So it's been a while. 16 years is a long time to wait. I don't know what the heck was wrong with us. 16 years, yeah. yeah. I'm, I'm surprised. I think it was, was it Taj Mahal who was on the show the last time? Is that right? It was. Yeah. Um, anyway, I, uh, s- sorry about Donna. We wish her a speedy recovery. And, yeah. Uh, and so this must be weird for you guys because you've been so tight. This trio thing has been going on for 27 years now. Yeah, and there's an a tonal and an oral balance that's sort of yeah. off kilter. I mean, Josh is doing a wonderful job. He's stepping up because usually he has to fight to sing songs because Donna and I are always battling it out on the microphone. Yeah. Um, I just want to catch up a little. Now, Vicky, I know you lived in the States for a while, right? For 
yeah. quite a while. I became a U.S. citizen. I've lived oh, yeah. in southern Utah for 11 years. Was that a hard process to go through the whole immigration thing <laughs> and learn about American history and all its glory? Oh, yeah. You have to know 100 questions. And so I studied the book and I knew the answer to everything. And then they asked me the most basic questions like... Um, how do you spell United? Yeah, well, uh, literally, there was a spelling, yeah, the, the most basic things. And, uh, yeah, it wasn't too bad. I didn't feel too under fire. Um, obviously, my grandfather was American, so I sort of, yeah. you know. Had you got a, an alley-oop from that. You got yeah. a lift, yeah. Well, you know, the immigration process, we hear a lot about it these days, but yes. yours is clearly an example of it working well, and well, you're an upstanding citizen. Me. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, so, and what about kids? I see kids in your music videos. Are they your oh, kids, yeah. other kids? That's always a bad idea in retrospect. When yeah. you look back at your music videos, you know, you're a proud parent. You say, oh, can I have my baby in the video? But looking back on the video, I wish we didn't have the children in the video. But uh, what was the question? The question was, do you have any children? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, funnily enough, Donna and I had uh, three boys each. Yeah, wow. And uh, we actually were on tour in the States heavily pregnant, we were both about seven months pregnant, and we would walk on stage and the audience would burst into laughter. They thought it was hilarious. We, there's a funny story where we, we were actually due on the same day. Wild. So when you sort of figure it out, you know, women, moon, cycles of the moon, we live together, we figured there must have been a night off on tour and yeah. our, our husbands were around and <laughs> it all happened serendipitously. What? Yeah. Once again, a little more information than we then all we bargained it. for. Yeah, sorry. Yeah. yeah. This is good. This is good. It's sort of a, it's an Australian thing, I think. Yeah, it is. Sorry. Yeah. Josh, uh, any, any more personal details? Or do, you have, do, you have, do you have children, Josh? Uh, no children, no. No children, okay. I do know that you built your own guitar that you're playing tonight, so that's a nice little tidbit of inside information that not everybody knows. Mm, yeah, that's actually one of the very first guitars I ever built. And... Uh, yeah, still using it. You can't blame anyone if you don't like the way it sounds. That's the only downside of building it's, your own instrument. Yeah, it's only me. I build it, I play it, it's all my fault. Yeah, well, it sounds really good. He, he has a number of guitars you've built. I mean, you've built an arch top, electric. Oh, that's so cool. Hey, um, in case you just tuned in, you're listening to E-Town. We're talking with the Waves from Australia. Um, we're going to touch on the fact that uh, you guys made a record to celebrate your 25th anniversary. Josh, I mentioned that it was recorded at your place in New South Wales. Is that right? Mm -hmm. There are a lot of new songs on your record, 25 songs. And the way I understood it, you were thinking you were going to just do some covers and a few originals, but then you just kept writing songs. I don't think we knew what we were going to do. No, we, we'd set aside three weeks and um, we just came in with song ideas. We actually don't write together. Uh, Donna, Josh and I write the skeletons of the songs and then bring them to each other. But I think what happens is, you know, someone brings a song and after playing for so many years together, you have this instinctive sense of, well, that's what I would do. That's obviously what I would do. And even when I write a song, I can kind of hear what the girls are going to add to it. Yeah. And we sit down together and you play it for the first time and then we all just kind of figure out our place and it comes together just the way it's meant to be. And on this record, uh, Ironbark, there is a number of songs that are two or three takes and it's the first two or three times we've ever played them and they made it on the record because Amazing. it was such a yeah. relaxed vibe, you know, it's so intuitive with, with Dave and Ben here have been playing with us for about 23 years now and wow. um, everything just comes together so beautifully. Yeah, and so you recorded it in your house, just set up some microphones and yeah. had a way to record it and, and just 
said, hey, let's try this. And yeah. 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 It is remarkable that, first of all, it started with you and Donna just as siblings growing up together and, and then starting as you did, just the two of you singing songs. And, and um, it must feel great to still be able to be out there and with new music and um, get out there and play new places and familiar places. Yes. It is really such an honour, you know, to be able to just do this. We, we've done it for so long and... And I was just sitting downstairs before coming on here and just feeling kind of overwhelmed with gratitude for this opportunity. You know, it's a fantastic thing that you guys do here. Beautiful people that do it. And um, it's such a privilege to be a part of, of this tonight. So Thanks, Josh. We're Thanks doing what we love in a context we love to do it. So yeah. thank you. Thank you. Glad you're here. Let's get back to music. Welcome back, if you would, The Wakes. got to make you can't legislate it manipulate it only love causes love to wait but to lay down your life for somebody else is the greatest love that could ever be shown 
fails Cause love never seeks its own You were born to love You Vicky Thorne, Josh Cunningham, David McDonald, Benjamin Franz, Donna's missing. They sound great. The record is called Iron Bark. They'll be back to play some more music later on in the show. Your visit to E-Town is made possible in part by Silk, the charter sponsor of Change the Course. The program was co-created with National Geographic to restore water in critically water-stressed ecosystems. You can learn more about Silk's commitment to the environment and to plant-based nutrition at silk.com. And by our diverse family of NPR affiliates and community stations, plus college and commercial stations, as well as our international stations and podcast subscribers worldwide. Thank you for your continued support. By the way, if you're curious about E-Town's home base, E-Town Hall, our beautiful solar-powered music community center located in downtown Boulder, Colorado, you can learn more about it on our website, etown.org. You're listening to E-Town. I'm Nick Forster. You're listening to E-Town. The Waifs are going to be back in a little while. And coming up, the remarkable and talented Jim Lauderdale is here to play some songs from his latest record. Before we get back to music, though, uh, we're going to do what we do every week. We get to meet somebody that we got to know with the help of one of our listeners. And uh, every week we get to hear another story about something out there that is working. And we know that there's a lot of negative stuff and stuff that's broken out there. But so we really double down. We're committed to this, sharing a little good news every week. And these stories uh, come to us because people in different communities around the country have inspired others. Um, and those include people who listen to E-Town and they send us those stories. We get to share them with you. This is a good one this week. And uh, it's the Achievement Award. Here comes Helen to tell you about this week's winner. Thank you, Nick. This week's Achievement Award goes to Andreas Carellis of San Francisco, California. Andreas is a young, passionate, clean energy advocate who's come up with a unique model to help small nonprofit organizations of modest means to go solar. These include a wide variety of groups with diverse interests and missions, including schools, homeless shelters, even VFWs, and more. Now, he looks at this project as creating a bridge to connect all Americans, to help them learn about the advantages of solar, including the financial benefits, and to hopefully inspire them to spread the word to others as well. Now, Andreas is here with us to explain what his nonprofit organization, which is called Revolve, 
does to help others convert to solar power, and the results are impressive, both financially and environmentally. So please join me now in welcoming this week's Achievement Award winner from San Francisco, California, Andreas Carillas. Andreas, welcome. Thanks for being with us. Helen gave you a good introduction, but how did this start? How did you get into the whole clean energy sort of game? Well, uh, first of all, congratulations on the solar panels you have here. They're lovely, fantastic effort. Thank you. Um, yeah, so, you know, I was uh, in college uh, studying economics. This was back uh, 2001, and um, I really started to learn about uh, the economic implications about climate change, both on the the cost uh, that it would cost to society, um, but also on the economic opportunities that clean energy uh, offered um, in terms of job creation and lowering electric bills and the like. Yeah. I got super passionate about it, you know, became my lifelong passion. I ended up uh, going to graduate school to uh, get a master's degree in natural resources and sustainable development, focusing on climate and energy, and um, I've been working in the field ever since. Yeah. This little niche that you found that Helen described, helping nonprofit organizations find ways to eventually purchase their own uh, PV arrays and start generating their own power. How did you find that little gap in the system and recognize that there was a need there? Um, like E-Town, there are 1.5 million nonprofits around the country that provide incredible services and benefits to the community. They're places where community members come to gather and do good work for the people in need. And these organizations can't go solar through a traditional solar financing mechanism that a homeowner or a business can. And there's a number of reasons for that. The federal government offers tax credits for solar which are unavailable for nonprofits. And investors that typically invest in solar are a little bit turned off by small nonprofits. It's sort of a high risk. And so all these organizations, they want to save money on their electric bills so mm -hmm. that they can do a better job for the community. Right. And there's just really not many options available for them. So uh, Revolve is providing yeah. that opportunity. Uh, so what's the first step? What do they have to do first? Well, typically what we do is we train volunteers, uh, what we call our solar ambassadors, and they go into the community and uh, find a nonprofit that wants to go solar. Uh, and then we'll collect their electric bills. We'll talk to them about the benefits of it. And then eventually what we'll do is uh, sign a 20-year financing arrangement with them. Hmm. The nonprofit will then get to go solar for free. They, they don't pay any money up front. They start saving at least 15% on their electric bills on day one. And by going solar, that's a way that they can save that money on their electricity bills for the rest of their organization's lifespan, right. they know that not only is it good for their bottom line, but it's also amazing for the environment. And it also demonstrates to their community members their commitment to sustainability. It's putting their values first. Yeah. And so where do you do this? You do this in California, is that right? We actually operate around the country. Um, yeah. We've currently built projects in uh, eight states. Oh. Um, and uh, yeah, we're a small team based in California, but our volunteers help us bring this across the country. Yeah, that's cool. And actually, one of the tools that we have in the fight against climate change is that solar energy is contagious. So the VFW, uh, our uh, student uh, ambassadors, they are what we call our solar ambassadors. Uh, these are our college fellows uh, based at Coastal Carolina University. 
they went out into the community and started talking to veterans and they got connected to the local VFW in Little River, South Carolina, conservative area. But the veterans that are, that are combat veterans, they recognized uh, the importance of energy independence. Uh, and so uh, they were really committed to going solar hmm. to save money, to better serve the veterans. And after they did it, the VFW in the county down the road uh, in Georgetown, South Carolina, they're now going solar with Revolve as well. That's cool. Um, over the last few years, we've seen increasing amounts of Americans recognizing climate change is happening in their community and wanting to take action. But climate change aside, clean energy has a vast majority of American support. So a recent study uh, from Pew found that 89% of Americans are in favor of increased renewable energy development and decreased fossil fuels. 85% uh, of registered voters would like their utility to provide 100% renewable energy them by 2050, right? So that's across the board, yeah. political spectrum yeah. across the board. And so to me and to Revolve, renewable energy is a bridge that can help to heal the political divide in the country because yeah. everybody is in favor of clean energy. Yeah, that's wild. It's so, so it's great to hear you say that we've been talking about this for almost 30 years on the radio and it makes perfect sense. And it's odd because you think about it, it saves money, it puts people to work lowers the carbon footprint, it's scalable, what's not to like? Exactly. But, so I'm glad you're out there and you're not just preaching to the choir. Yeah, but, absolutely. So how many projects have you done? We have currently done 25 projects in eight states. Wow. And those nonprofits are actually serving 36,000 people in their communities. Yeah. Um, we're hoping to double that number in the next year, yeah. uh, increasingly serve more and more projects yeah. over the next few years. And lots of, meanwhile, lots of CO2 that's not going into the atmosphere from all those organizations. That's right. And so we came up with this idea for Revolve, which is a revolving fund that anybody can donate, you know, yeah. a couple dollars. It's a R-E-V-O-L-V .org. And that money will invest in a solar project, will get paid back over time, and will use that money to pay for two or three additional nonprofits to go solar. So it creates a pay it forward model that, yeah. that grows exponentially. So, so any, right now we've received donations from people in 38 states and 22 countries on our website. Anybody around the world can go to revolve.org uh, and make a donation to the solar seed fund, and that will help more and more nonprofits go solar around the country. Cool. Thanks for all the time and effort and energy you're sharing with us right now and helping us learn more. And uh, congratulations. Thanks. Thanks, Nick. Yeah. Thanks, Helen. This has been fantastic. Andreas Corellis, the winner of the Achievement Award, founder of the organization Revolve, helping nonprofits or organizations around the country go solar, save money. You can also find more information on Andreas and his organization on our website, etown.org where you can nominate someone for the award, too. And we'd love to hear what you think of this segment or of the show in general, so feel free to reach out. Our email is info at etown.org, and we're also on Facebook and Twitter. Or you can always write us the old-fashioned way at Box 954, Boulder, Colorado, 80306. Thank you, Helen. Thanks, Andreas. Love those stories. We've got more music coming up from The Waifs in just a little while. Right now, I'm going to tell you about our next guest, Jim Lauderdale. He was born in North Carolina. He went to art school, studied acting, moved to New York City, got a part in the play Pump Boys and Dianettes, met Buddy Miller and others, moved to L.A. and met Lucinda Williams and a bunch of others, moved to Nashville and met everybody. Um, he put out a record in 1991 called Planet of Love, still one of my favorites. 
got signed to a publishing deal and a record deal, wrote songs for artists like the Dixie Chicks, Patti Loveless, Elvis Costello, Ralph Stanley, Vince Gill, Blake Shelton, and a whole lot of songs for George Strait. Won Grammys, hosted award shows, had his own radio show, wrote songs with Robert Hunter, toured with Donna the Buffalo, and through it all, he has looked amazing. Um, he's got one of the best collections of country finery in the world. I don't understand the music business, and I especially don't understand why Jim Lauderdale isn't a mega star today. But if he were, he probably wouldn't be here. So I consider us pretty lucky, and we're really happy that he is here. Please welcome back to E-Town the very talented Jim Lauderdale. Thank you. Underneath our feet Oh, 
so much. Thank you, music lovers. I'll forgive you if you don't. I'll still be there if you want Wanna tell me that you feel the same way too We could go on all night long And on and on and on Tell me anything you want I'll forgive you
Thank you so much. You guys sound great. Thank you. Jim Lauderdale, welcome. Um, you know, it's great to have you back on the show. It's great to be back. I was, I was talking before about the beauty of doing shows for so long that we get to connect with artists and friends and kind of follow the trajectory of their careers over time, sometimes quite a long time. Well, you know, it's, sometimes it, it yeah. takes a while to yeah. let things percolate and marinate. You don't want to bring folks back too no. soon. You don't generally. want to wear out your welcome. No. No. And we want to give artists a chance to uh, be productive and make sure they've got you know, new material. Sometimes you have to wait a little yeah. bit. Like in your case, Loved Your Record, Planet of Love, produced Thank by you. Rodney Crowell and John Leventhal, really one of my favorites. You've made more records since then, I know. Yes. Um, let's see, at 31 records since then. Third, 31 new records Third, since then. 31 since the last time. Yeah. So like I said, I didn't want to rush it. I, okay. I just wanted you guys to do whatever growing you needed to do and to, to figure out, you know, when the right time was. And okay. so we've, we've delayed so this, the gratification. This is really good for both of us then. 27, yeah. 27 years. So. Okay, well, here we are, and I'm happy about that. Me too. Um, listen, you're from North Carolina. Your folks both had connections to the church. I'm assuming you grew up singing in church as a kid? I did. My yeah. mom was a choir director, and my dad was a minister. And yeah. And they both had great voices, yeah. and uh, so. And did you play? Uh, did you play bluegrass? You played play the banjo, or what? Did I you do? did. Yeah. The, my first string instrument was the banjo yeah. when I was fifteen, and you know, you know how it is when you get that bluegrass fever. You gotta yeah. do it. It's cool that it kind of came full circle, and that you got to spend a lot of time and make a do a lot of recording and writing with Ralph Stanley, yes. Doctor Ralph Stanley. That was a real dream. Yeah. Well, he was of course a hero to all of us. So. Yeah. Uh, folkies who, who got into bluegrass and, and appreciated his raw energy and singing. And you got to know him better than just about anybody. I love the fact that you got each other's sense of humor. He had a great sense of humor. Yeah. And you get to win a Grammy with him, which was cool. Yeah, that was really something. Yeah. Dr. Ralph appreciated that. In case you just tuned in, you're listening to E-Town. I'm here with Jim Lauderdale. You have had so much success. And um, I know you've toured and recorded with a ton of people. You have a little of that outlaw side. Writing with Robert Hunter, of course, is not um, an expected course for somebody doing the Nashville straight to the top pathway. Well, we, I've got the courage to ask him to write with me when I was getting ready to do the first record with Ralph Stanley. I knew that Robert and Jerry Garcia were big Stanley Brothers fans, and so that was really a, a huge thing yeah. for me. And we've written about 100 songs and wow. six albums of collaborative material from well, bluegrass to blues rock and country rock. and uh, People may, may or may not know that Robert Hunter is one of the, the, the lyricists for The Grateful Dead and became sort of famous for that. Yeah. So, well, it's one of the many reasons why your life is so rich and full. You get to do all this stuff. Um, is there anything we can do to, to uh, help raise your profile and uh, help more people discover your music at this stage in your career? Well, um, one thing that might help is uh, let's, instead of waiting 27 years, let's wait 27 months the next time. Okay. <laughs> Would you like that, ladies and gentlemen? I like that idea, too. All right, All verbal right. agreement. Let, let's get back to music. Welcome back, if you would, Mr. Jim Lauderdale. Thank you, Nick.
right, let's bring the band back up here. And um, here's a song I got to write with Robert Hunter. Well, I forded the river And I paid all my bills Gave a gift to the giver Now I'm headed for the hills I paid all my borrows Likewise all my dues I'll be gone tomorrow Nothing here I can
That was great, y'all. Thank you. Thanks, Helen and Nick. Thanks, guys. Jim Lauderdale. The latest record, number 31, is called From Another World. Jim Lauderdale along with the E-Tones, Chris Engelman on the bass, Ron Jolly on the keys, Christian Teal on the drums, Helen Forster on backup, and Charlie Rose, not the creepy one, on the pedal steel. Jim Lauderdale from Nashville, Tennessee. This portion of E-Town is made possible by the Bohemian Foundation, building stronger communities through the Bohemian qualities of creativity and imagination. On the web at bohemianfoundation.org. Now, if you tuned in late and you missed some of this week's program, the E-Town podcast will have this episode and others, along with content from past shows as well. And it's free, and it's available on iTunes or Spotify or any of those podcast directories. So you can find it there. And you are listening to E-Town. I'm Nick Forster. You're listening to E-Town. I want to say hello to folks who are listening on stations like WDST in Woodstock, New York. Thanks for tuning in on KCHO in Chico, California, and our newest station, WMFE Public Radio of Central Florida in Orlando, Florida. Thank you all for listening. As always, if you want more information about any of our guests or the award winners, if you want to see just exactly how many rhinestones are on Jim Lauderdale's clothes, <laughs> you can see videos and much more at etown.org. I was talking with Jim Lauderdale about his upbringing in North Carolina and the church, and you know, we are in a former church right now that's now Etown Hall. We've also started a church service here called Hippie Bluegrass Church that's just a bunch of great songs and great live band and singers, a giant sing-along with songs like A Beautiful Life and Down by the Riverside and, and poetry from lots of sources. But the poet I leaned on for last Sunday's service was a, a poet who was born in the 8th century uh, named Rabia, who had a, both a great insight and a great sense of humor. So here's one of her poems that I can share with you right now. It was written about 1,350 years ago. There is a dog I sometimes take for a walk and turn loose in a field. When I can't give her that freedom, I feel in debt. I hope God thinks like that and is keeping track of all the bliss he owes me. <laughs> I, just, I just thought that was pretty insightful. <laughs> so that's much more where that came from at Hippie Bluegrass Church. You can learn about all that stuff at E-Town. Meanwhile, please help me welcome back to this stage here at E-Town Hall, The Waifs. Thank you. As Nick said before, I've been uh, living in southern Utah for quite a few years and it was a difficult place to move to. The, uh, what inspired me was the women in this tiny town that I moved to in the middle of nowhere. It's a town of about 200 people, but the women there were incredible and the spirit and the things and the lengths they went to to just keep that little community 
alive and thriving and the dance parties and the dinner parties and um, it helped me survive and taught me how to live in that place. So this song I wrote for them, it's called Take Me to Town. Someone's got to wear a dress around here It can't all be dust and desert highways Someone's got to turn this town on its ear Give folks an excuse for looking
Thank you. That's the Waves. Vicky Thorne, Josh Cunningham, Dave McDonald on the drums, Benjamin Franz on the bass. The record's called Iron Bark. The Waves, minus Donna, but they sound amazing. We're gonna do one more song and get everybody out here on stage. We got one more song to do. I wanna bring everybody out. I wanna thank all our guests. Thanks to our award winner, uh, Andreas Karelis and Revolve.org, helping nonprofit organizations bring solar energy to their facilities. Thanks to Jim Lauderdale for coming out from Nashville, Tennessee. Thanks to the hardworking E-Tones and to Helen Forster. Thanks to the Waifs, and once again, best wishes to Donna. We picked a good song. We hope you like it. It's one that, um, that, that you'll be able to sing along to. I'm Nick Forster. Hope you can be with us next week right here in E-Town. supported nonprofit organization. To comment about the show, email us at info at etown.org or connect with us on Twitter or on Facebook.
distribution of E-Town is made possible by our family of sponsors, this station, and listeners like you. again to our award winner, our volunteers, engineers. Thank you all for coming. This is a production of E-Town.